Joining me now, Greg Duncan, CEO, Chairman of the Board of Directors, Vario Therapeutics. I'm glad you're with us, Greg Duncan. Thank you for being with us. Obviously, you have um, a large task in front of you and a lot of exciting things that are happening at the same time. Um, I saw within the reports, I, I saw that a lot of the patients, their satisfaction is low. You're working to fix that. We are. Varios Therapeutics is focused on developing antiviral therapies for patients with chronic debilitating diseases, including fibromyalgia. And the reason we're doing this is because we believe that common viruses that generally lie dormant in patient tissue can become activated. And the activation of these viruses can engender an overheated or abnormal immune response that can result in the manifestation of pain and fatigue that's associated with a disease like fibromyalgia. We believe by focusing on a potential root cause of a disease, we may be able to deliver clinically, clinical benefits over the long term, more durable benefits, and we have evidence of that strategy in action. Our phase 2A clinical trial showed IMC1, our lead candidate, delivered statistically significant reductions in pain, reductions in fatigue, and overall improvement in patients' quality of life. I mean, that's what everybody wants, right? Pain, fatigue, suffering. They want to get rid of that, and you're trying to get to the root cause, but it's not easy. Obviously, it's been uh, attempted many years before you, but why now? What makes it different, and what kind of um, details are you expecting from these trials? I mean, what's the timeline, and what's the potential success rate? Yeah, the approach here is really focused upstream in the disease. Uh, many of the diseases, uh, excuse me, treatments that have been approved for the disease focus on symptom management. We know this because between the board of directors and our executive team, we've actually had the good fortune of developing and launching two of the three drugs that have been approved by FDA to treat fibromyalgia. But by focusing upstream on the virus and getting the virus back into a dormant state, we hope to reset the, reset the immune system and deliver more durable benefits for patients with this particular disease. We believe by focusing on a root cause that benefit can last over the lifetime, and this is a chronic debilitating disease. In December of this year, we uh, financed the company through an initial public offering, and the proceeds we raised allow us to fund our phase 2B trial. This is a large trial, a 460-patient trial, which is assessing IMC1's ability to reduce pain, to reduce fatigue, and improve overall benefits for fibromyalgia patients, which we hope could serve as part of a registration package with the ultimate goal of getting IMC1 approved for patients in the US and beyond. We look to dose patients in quarter two of this year. We'll have full enrollment by the end of this year, and we expect to receive top line results from this phase 2B trial in the middle of 2022 with the goal of then getting down to FDA, negotiating exactly what the phase three program looks like, and then raising the proceeds or considering other options to advance IMC1 development for fibromyalgia patients. So it, it, that's a good timeline, right? You talked about getting the patients enrolled, this, the second quarter dosing, the full enrollment throughout the year, and getting some more data into 2022. So that's the timeline in it about all. You went public. You mentioned raising capital and using that capital for this. Will you have to raise more capital? Do you see partnerships, any acquisitions that are needed? Because we also want to know when, how the shareholders, right? You're, one of the jobs, too, is to return value to shareholders and sometimes they have to wait. I get that. Um, what, what about that? So, Nicole, uh, simply put, the proceeds we raised allow us to execute this trial, 
get top yeah. line results in the middle of 2022 and then get down to FDA. So we don't need to raise any additional proceeds to fund the fibromyalgia phase 2B program. Presuming success, we then have some optionality. We believe a drug with the potential of IMC1 will garner interest from other strategic partners. At the same time, once we scope out the phase three, we believe we can launch additional proceeds to fund the next step of development, the phase three. Uh, and we, that doesn't scare us. As a team, having launched two of the three drugs in this space, we feel quite comfortable as a standalone entity to be able to get IMC1 approved, again, presuming continued success. But we'll certainly explore options, be that business development, frank M&A, whatever delivers the best chance for IMC1 to succeed, to advance patient care, and to return value to our shareholders will be the option we select at that time. I love, I love how you presume success. Obviously, you're working hard on these trials, and you've already brought so many other drugs, as you said, which were more about pain management, right? About management of the particular that someone's suffering, right? Pain or fatigue. This is really something different, and this is about getting to the root causes of these viruses and trying to keep them dormant. Uh, that being said, is fibromyalgia your number one thing? I mean, is there a sort of an underlying other chronic diseases that you think that may also get some treatment through this? Yeah, it's a great uh, point, Nicole. We believe this mechanism could have utility across a whole host of chronic debilitating diseases. Yeah, that's what We're I was thinking. We're focused on fibromyalgia because there's very significant un unmet need in the space. Uh, there are literally, if you believe the epidemiologic estimates, something north of 200 million patients who meet the criteria for a fibromyalgia diagnosis. So that is our first priority and we're funded to execute on that priority. We do believe that this particular mechanism inhibiting the HSV-1 or herpes simplex-1 virus has potential utility in other chronic diseases, including irritable bowel syndrome, as well as chronic fatigue syndrome. In fact, we did just announce a collaboration with Dr. Michael Camilleri at the Mayo Clinic to scope out a proof of concept trial in irritable bowel syndrome as a complement to our fibromyalgia program. Now, additional programs will require additional funds, so the funding we raised in December won't fund an IBS program or a chronic fatigue syndrome program, but we do think, uh, presuming continued success with fibromyalgia and scoping out the right programs for us, there's a real platform potential for this particular mechanism.